1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's
0: to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than
2: half an hour to go. And here's Ozil.
3: This is baby welcome to the
1: party.
3: Uh, I'm off the Myers in the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why
1: I'm over retarded. Yeah. Baby, welcome to the party.
3: Uh, yeah. I hit the boy up and then I go skating around uh, it. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Pick some of that. Give me lit. <laughs> <laughs> give me lit. Gun. Gun on my one in head. One and a half. Send in the clip. Send Baby. 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 Baby, baby do Baby don't trip. Just lower your tone. Lower
4: Hello, welcome to another Touchy Goodas podcast. My name is Lewis and uh, I'm joined by Shabs German Dan and Anton. How you doing, chaps? All good, bro. It's good, man, yeah,
2: it's, man,
4: I'm good. It's, it's good to have you back, Anton. Like we, we started winning. You're moving like the Chelsea lads. You can't, you're, only, you're only on when we're winning these days, yeah? Yeah, that's exactly it. I think that's the mentality that we should all adopt. But we just might not have a podcast for
0: 10, 15 games a season. Well, we've, I mean, got, we've got a tough
3: run coming up, you know, so... Ooh, man United. Boy, this, no, is the tough run.
0: this is the
4: energy no, I, went, uh, I brought you on for, Anton. This is the energy I brought you on for. That ain't tough.
3: That's shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we, 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 we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. Before started. we start, hashtag Toshi Gooders, Toshy and Fracas. Patreon users, you got an instant match reaction of the game yesterday. So I ain't going to say, I ain't going to talk too much. So if you want to listen to that, you have to subscribe to the Patreon Big up all you patrons, anyway, you lot are, um, I hope you lot are enjoying all the extra content that we provide. Um, And we got a little treat on Saturday as well. We're going to be doing uh, a little something something for the Arsenal United game. So when that's all finalised, we'll we'll shoot that out to you and uh, you can uh, can enjoy some extra bonus content. Um, Guys, let's start with the game yesterday. um, Because we got a a little discussion later that we're going to get onto about Ozil. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be on my own about that one, but that's all right. I've come prepared. I've come prepared and I, I'm willing to die on my sword for, for, for uh, this. Oh, you will. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry. I will. I will. It's, it's just for content purposes anyway. Um, <laughs> let's start with uh, the game yesterday. Um, it's a good win, of course, a good win. And um, I think that, is that our fifth win in six games. Am I right? Or six wins in seven?
3: In the league, so it's, five
4: and in the six. league is is five and six. Five and six. Six and six. Well, oh no, we lost in the FA Cup, didn't we? Definitely. Yeah, we lost in the FA Cup. F-f-f- yeah, f-f- so I think it's like six and yeah. eight in all comps. Yeah, it's um. Let me start with you, and because we ain't heard from you for a while, so um, what have you what have you thought about uh the revival, if you want to call it that, under Arteta? Um, why do you think this has come about and how are you feeling about the team right now as opposed to maybe a few weeks ago?
3: I mean, yeah, it looks good. I mean, yesterday, even, even outside of just us, I thought that was a really good football match yesterday. Like, both teams wanted to win. It was an, it was an enjoyable game to watch and it's rare you see that in the Premier League these days. Like, take to that, the game you just watched, the Chelsea game. Tonight, it was it was boring. One team wants to win, the other team wants to not lose. It's yeah. A lot of games are like that. But last night, both teams wanted to win. Both teams tried to play. So it was a really good game. Um, as for us, I, I've, I've been very impressed. I won't lie. Um, he's made some changes. He's gone away from the whole not trying to lose thing. That, that he was doing before, you know, we're worried about what they're gonna do and try and play on the break and have X amount of men behind the ball. And all of a sudden we look like a, a decent football team. So yeah, I, I got no complaints about what I saw yesterday. Or for the last couple of weeks to be fair.
4: What do you think what do you think has inspired the change then like obviously we bought um Emil Smith in and we're playing with like a traditional 10, which is what we were doing when um, Arteta first uh, so we put out,
3: we put out the tweet yesterday, didn't we, with his record with and without a ten. So it's what it's now sixteen Premier League games with either uh, Smith Rowe or Ozil, nine wins, uh, six draws, and one defeat. Even the one defeat, it was, the one, was game. one. Yeah, we was one 0 up when Ozil came off. Yeah, and we lost two one. So it's evident that makes a big difference. It's just having that intelligent player between the lines. It makes it a lot easier to, to to sustain attacks to move up the pitch. Before you'd get the ball in midfield, and as you all know, I'm not a big fan of Granit Xhaka, but as Xhaka will get the ball in midfield, and he's got too long to think about where he's got to play, and eventually he's going to just give it away, and then pressure's just coming back on us. So that makes a big difference, I think. Saka on the right is is such a threat that teams can't they can't push their fullbacks so high so they have to attack with less. I think Lack has been really good. Um party being in the team. Even even Jack has been good. I think we still have some shaky moments at the back. I'm not overly confident in in certain members of our back line. But I think there's been also been a big change in the philosophy as well. The pressing from the front, the the intent with the ball. How he came to the conclusion that he needed to change, or what changed, who knows. But I don't. I don't mind a man that sees that he's wrong and accepts he's wrong and, and makes um, attempts to fix it. I don't mind that at all.
4: Yeah, for real. Like you, 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 you touched on a few of the uh, the key performers yesterday. Um, Saka being one of them. Um, I said on a, I said on the Patreon pod yesterday, man. Like I just continue to keep taking my slaps on this kid. Like he's coming on way better than I ever envisaged him to. And and I know you I know you said earlier, like some you, you, we get these things wrong, but I generally do feel like I probably assessed him a little bit too quickly. Like maybe we should. He
3: and, and here's the thing. I think another thing that we have to take account into being Arsenal fans is that Arsenal fans generally are way too quick with praise. So sometimes those of us that are Objective, don't want to apply praise too soon. I mean, mm. it, was, it wasn't so long ago that we were hearing how good Joe Willock was, or how good Maitland Niles was, or how good Mustafi was, uh, Bellerin, Xhaka, Lacazette, Pepe. It's not so sometimes because of all the, the massively incorrect shouts, praise, you are going to be a bit. Tetchy in rating a player and the soccer that we saw on the left, despite having some good productivity at times wasn't remotely like what we're seeing now, there, there could be a number of reasons, it could be the position change, it could be his his physical development it could be the fact that he's a lot more confident in the first team because he's now an established first team player, but I don't think there's anything wrong with getting things wrong and, and, and making a shout that that's wrong, who cares Like, none of us are getting paid to speak on football. you got managers earning millions of pounds a year that get things wrong every single week. but Because we're on a podcast, we shouldn't get nothing wrong. It's stupid. It's fine.
4: Oh, no, no, it's definitely definitely right. It's all right to get things wrong. I was just talking about my own thought thought process for...
3: But you, you assessed what you could see at the time. Now the information has changed, and now your assessment is different. So what?
4: Yeah, maybe. I just feel like maybe... With young players, you can you could potentially give it a little bit more time. Um, Shabs and Dan, I'll bring you guys into the conversation. Like ha- Shabs, I think you you've been you weren't really one of the soccer detractors at the start, were you? No, I've 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 been pro
2: soccer. I've been for soccer from the beginning. Um, By like the way, the I thing. was
4: never anti soccer. Yeah, was just sorry. Of, yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. was yeah. never
2: anti saka I, I think um, I, can't, I think Anton's made an interesting point. Um, I think, and we spoke about it a little bit earlier, I think for me it was about the um, projections about Saka. So you call it as you see it, and there were some things, there were some basic elements to um, Saka's game. I think that's probably, might have had something to do with him just getting into the team, playing in a position, um, primarily at left back, which is not entirely his, which is not comfortable, entirely comfortable, Um with, with doing and he kind of just had to play there because that was what the team needed of him but there, I think there were some projections about um, kind of like some people can't see him being anything more than um, a left back in in our team and he's not good enough to play out wide um, I think he's had I think um, for much of last season when he kind of came away from playing in the back line um, he, he was one of our better performers any time he featured um and I think I started to see things. He was used centrally. Um, he was used, um, you know, on the left. He's not so much on the right last season. Um, but when he was um, playing there, I saw, I saw some positive things from his game um, along with his application. I think what I like about him um, the most always is his intelligence. I think his game intelligence for me um, just, just just stands out. I think he never looks out of place whatever the game um, asks of him whenever it does as well. Um, you know, and I think that's one way of, of, of measuring or considering um, player intelligence. You know, what does this role require require of me? Um, How
3: highly do you rate James Milner? Um, no, I've,
2: I'm I've, to say, I've suck, got
4: respect. Sackers James Milner, yeah? I've got,
2: i no. Saying, I, I, I respect
3: Saka's James Milner. No, no, I works. respect
2: James Milner. I do, yeah, I what,
3: what What I'm saying is Milner's an intelligent football player. Yeah, And yeah. throughout Milner's career, he's taken on a, a variety of different roles mm. and he's always been comfortable in them mm. without really excelling... Excelling at any one thing. Mm. He, he's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Milner, yeah, I yeah. think...
2: It's he's a Jack always of all been
3: a, a, like a, set, a 7 out of 10 yeah. in whatever role you've played him in. Yeah. yeah? So... But his intelligence is obviously the reason why he can fulfil all of those roles. Yeah, yeah. So then I look at Saka, and I'm not comparing Milner and Saka, but I look at Saka. So for me with Saka, his intelligence, even when I, I, um, I haven't been crazy about him, I think you all know that I haven't been crazy about him.
2: Mm.
3: I like wide players to be direct. I like wide players to go at people. Obviously, that's not the only way a wide player can operate. But that's what I like in a wide player. For me, watching Saka wide, he went short too often. He played the safe option too often. I didn't like it. Um, but at the same time, I can appreciate that an intelligent player knows either his limitations or knows what's required at the time to keep his team the ball. Mm. Yeah? And he, he, he rarely, even if I didn't think it was the right decision to not go at someone he rarely made the wrong decision yeah. in possession. Yeah. So his intelligence has always been clear, even if he wasn't doing other things that are required. So yeah. when we said as a left-back, that's based on, you know, a lot of that is based on physical attributes and assessing situations, which mm. with his intelligence, he could always do. But if he didn't have the intensity and desire to go at people, then maybe being a winger wasn't was going to work out. For yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I get I that. That's how that assessment was made. You know, you know I... different animal. Like, mm. honestly, I'm seeing him, he's got two people faced up and he'll charge at them and they don't mm. know what to do because he's mm. comfortable going inside, he's comfortable going outside. Oh, and outside, yeah. yeah. Yeah, When he was playing on that. the left, he wasn't comfortable coming inside and there ain't no space to go outside. Mm. So again, mm. there, there, it, there's, there's different reasons as to why he's got to where he's got and, and what he's doing. And yeah. you have to credit the manager for for doing that.
2: I also think that there are some um, so, some some of the contextual um, factors come into play as well. Like I, I think generally he's been playing better with a number ten in the side. Again, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we've seen how him and ESR combine. ESR gets they. They look for each other. They know how to find each other on the pitch. Um, they take up each other's spaces, again, such as his intelligence, such as ESR's intelligence. Um, so I think the combinations that he um, is able to get off with ESR, Partey coming into the side as well, for me, is also a positive factor. Um And I, and I think just, just yesterday as well, like listening to him speak after the game, and he's sounding like he's one of the leaders in the side, where he's saying on the pitch he spoke to... I spoke to Lacazette before the match and I told him, look for me on this. You know, I'm going to be making this kind of run. Look for me, make sure you find me. And he's going and executing that. You know what I mean? And that to me is saying like, like, how can this? Not, like, I'd be ashamed if I were some of these um, more senior players, but let's not even get into that. But this 19-year-old is setting pace. And he's saying to, to, to oh. some of the bigger, more established stars, or footballers around him, this is what we need to do and this is what I'm gonna do. And I,
3: I think you know I mean? it's a I think it's a thing of that and I didn't take it into account before, but being the being the kid that that comes in, it it must be quite daunting. I don't really think Arsenal so back in the day obviously we was watching football as kids and there's the Adams, the Keowns and the Campbells. You can imagine that, say a pennant comes in and does something wrong, he's got them caning him and shouting at him. I don't think we got...
4: alcoholic abuse, bro.
3: <laughs> Leave <laughs> our legends alone. I don't I don't think we've got players like that know, anymore, that. so we don't make those kind of allowances maybe. But he's definitely taken the safety off in recent weeks. Yeah. What we need now is for Smith Row to take it off as well. Mm.
0: I've got I've got a couple of thoughts on the Saka assessment and um on, on the points that Lou, Lou touched. I think okay, uh um, Sancho. <laughs> i love me man.
4: <laughs> man, man man's gonna start speaking in broken german now Boy, that tweet was so funny i can't
2: lie that tweet was so funny they got children. me man
0: <laughs> but yeah um i was saying in like assessing talent i think a lot of times you look at the 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 attributes that like that stare you in the face kind of thing like is he quick um can he go past the man um how good is this touch kind of thing they kind of stare you in the face and they're I think a lot of times people can wrongly or rightly assess them um, on 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 how well people can or how well a player is gonna be able to execute them consistently on the pitch. But I think on Saka, what um what um many people and I'm not saying anyone here really has done that, but I think uh, many people have done is that they kind of not taken into consideration like the way he is consistently executing and making the right decision over and over and over again. It's not just one game, two games. It's he just keeps doing it. And that for me is in itself like that's for me a part, part of application and part of um talent. Um like it's not it's not it's not a physical trait, it's not um, a technical one, it's a mental one. And they're harder to assess, but you can see them over time. So with Saka, you can see it now. Like he he does all the basics always right. Like some there'll be young there'll be other young players, I don't want to say their name, but they'll come in and they Let's say it, man. Yeah, you know, like a willo or Nelson come in, like one game he do the basics right, the next game he won't. But well, we, with Saka, since he's been coming in and playing regular, I think at the start, there were some inconsistencies when he, when, he, um, when he played in the Europa League games. But since he's been playing extra Premier League minutes, the basics have always been very, very solid. And now he's built on the basics. And I, now he's got other moves. He's got the post moves now. And I think contextually on what you touched on, Chaps, playing, um, playing on the right, being able to come inside, going outside... Having a having a having an passing option in type of ESR who's always available that will help this game so um, contextually there's there's things that have helped him now and um, he's also come to his own being in the first team a year now but I think there generally are things in this game that are not as easy to measure so and as you said with new information you make new assessments and he looks crazy right well, so
4: what what were we saying then? Hey, what what are we said about Saka? What what kind of level are we putting him on now? Is, well, is, is he at, the, year, at the top table now? <laughs> yes, Can we start yes, making those wild comparisons yet? Let's or?
0: be easy. Let's be, be easy let's with be Easy on him. He's God's got uh, with, with, hmm. with, with
3: with the young with
0: the young players,
3: I really I really really rate Greenwood. I really rate Greenwood. I think for I think Foden is a class apart from most footballers. Like not even just young players, but just like he's. General level of talent,
4: the full package.
3: Yeah, like Foden is a
4: is a is a different breed. Special
3: talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, is it? Um, is it
4: because you see with Greenwood, you see he's got that one special power. Like, and when I mean that one special power, we know what we, like that long shot from distance, the ability to cut in and just absolutely smash it. Is it? Is it because we don't really see that from Saka? Is that why we're we wouldn't put him on the same level as a Greenwood?
3: I think with a Greenwood, I think because to me. I have a very biased way of looking at football. In that, the, to me, the most valuable commodity in football will always be goals. Like yeah. I, you know, like when people made, oh, oh, he's not scoring. What's he? I, I, I hate shouts like that. Like if you can score and you're a scorer, to me, then you're invaluable. That's just how I'll always see football. Like, and I think with with Greenwood's ability in and around the box, I don't see how he can fail in football and not a lot of people have that which is why you we can't name that many like top top strikers in world football so I I think I think I think what we're seeing from Saka now I think him and Greenwood can be in the same conversation they they can sit at the same table I think Foden's a class apart
4: Sheffield United like winning. Come on, lads! Sorry. Well, oh, yeah,
3: because United don't come back and literally... <laughs> yeah, let, that, that's let it. Let me, let me let, me, let, let, me, put man, let me put somebody, it's somebody it's on it's them.
4: Let me put somebody on them. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, I, can I
2: ask, when we're talking about it, are we, are we only making the comparison or the judgment by ability? Or are we talking about... Because the, 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 does the output factor into it at all? I mean, if if, if, if you, you if you looked at the
3: the full package... The, and you would look at the the issues that Greenwood's had this season, which are probably, and obviously they're justified. His mate died, do you know what I mean? The media have, mm. have gone on a bit of a witch hunt for him, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not acting like he's um, unheard of or he shouldn't be having certain issues. And obviously United are all, all, uh, also doing really, really well as well. Let's not forget that. And uh, mm. fortunately or unfortunately for him, there are better players in and around the areas that he plays in, in the squad. You know, if we still had, if we still had the quality that we used to have, what would Saka's um, trajectory be right now? You know, Foden, you could Foden suffered because of the level of quality that City have. If Foden was at Arsenal right now, Foden would probably be clocking two hundred appearances rather than a hundred. Do you know what mm. I mean? So, all of these things are a factor, but. In terms of mentality and, and application, because of what's happened this season and despite how bad Arsenal have been, Saka's still been generally impressive. Even when he was bad, he was decent. Mm. And when we've been good, he's been really good. Yeah. So he's 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 always outperformed the level of his team or, mm. or at the very least been on the par. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you put him mentally, or I would put him mentally above Greenwood. Uh, yeah. At this, he, moment in time. this
0: goes to back to what I was trying to say about Saka's like, mental uh, ability. Now, I don't think you can assess this quickly. This is only because we've had a long enough sample size, really, to to see this now. Now, also Arsenal going through this bad patch, and him still playing decently um, throughout. I think it is all credit to him. I think decent, uh, modest.
2: I think he's been good. Like he's been consistently good. Yeah. This season. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think
0: and I think oh, I think another ability that he has that I, I wouldn't underestimate is the ability to, to adapt. To the requirements of, obviously, the position he plays, in and then the requirements of what the t- what does the team require me to do. On the left, he was required to just what cross and then get a few assists. He did that to to a good enough standard. And now on the right, we need a different type of threat, and he's that different type of threat. So that that I think that that is another credit to is um to his talent overall. And on 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 the table conversation, I think I think these these things are difficult to ascertained, but I do agree on the goal commodity thing. This is just something that is always going to be there. Um, Saka gets goals and assists at a good rate at the moment, but how how consistent can he do that? We, we will have to see. But if, if Griezmann scores, he's just going to be a top player. It's, it's just he, the skills are there. Um, the technical skills are there. Um, the physical skills to some degree, they probably will even develop further. So he has them. I think Saka has mental, physical and technical in all aspects, but goals might not be his commodity, but he has he has things things. Making other teams oh, I, think he makes, he, I think he makes i think oh. he makes other players better mm. that's that's his thing do you know and that's five also goals an invaluable in our thing play
3: point at, at 19 for a wide player it, it, it that's, pretty that's good. good numbers that's good numbers yeah, he's got yeah, right now 5 goals
4: good. in 18 games so far
3: yeah, yeah, it's yeah not that's, one that's, good. Good. that's that's yeah. not bad i mean yeah. what what
4: player watching soccer on the right what
3: player in football would you most liken him to
0: i think
4: I'm not too sure. That's what I was going to ask you guys. See, I, I, this might sorry, sound like man. a wide shot. We don't. For we me, don't play with right, wide players. Don't. Sorry, go on.
0: On the right, he reminds me of Usman Dembele at Dortmund, but with less pace. I don't see that at all. Why? Cause he, because, because he because Dembele
3: can... was just pure direct. Just
0: yeah, boom. but he was. A, he was also a playmaker. Yeah, he was,
3: but you know, like. De- Dembele, yeah, I, I don't, I, it was I, another I,
0: level with the physicality and the way he could dribble. But I see like the, these aspects: coming inside, going on the outside, scoring and assisting, um, doing things quickly, like those type of things. But yeah, yeah.
3: But, I, I don't, who, who, who do you I think? Don't see Dembele. I, I see Sterling.
2: I see City Sterling. That's mm. what I see. Why? Because uh, you said this. I don't, I don't see. I don't. I definitely don't see Dembele. Um, I don't think he's, 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 he's the explosiveness. <laughs> I actually saw the, the gigs comparison I, 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 more I, I than on, uh,
4: more than both of yours comparisons. To be fair, Ruan might be onto all. something there. I, and but yeah. to be fair, that's a that's a. That I've, been, I've spent my whole life slandering yeah. gigs. So um, can we just say Robert Pires instead? I, nah,
3: yeah, see, I don't get either.
2: Why Sterling? What is it about Sterling that reminds you or him that reminds you? I mean.
3: So for me, Sterling is one of those wingers that is comfortable doing both roles, but is probably better at one than the other. In that, remember when you watch City, Sasane was the direct winger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was Sterling thinking. was the was the wide man that would sometimes go at his man, other times would be looking a one-two, but would, his movement in and around the box was killer, and he was always sharper in the mind, like. His game seemed to be more based on his speed of thought than him going at fullbacks. And that's what I'm seeing in Saka. The stature is obviously similar as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 that really. I mean, I might I might be wider than Mark, but I see, I see, I see what I saw in Sterling. He's technically more. More comfortable, more secure than Sterling, I think. At least aesthetically, anyway. I don't know if it's if it's genuine. Sterling sometimes looks a bit scruffy, but saccharine. he does. He does now. I mean, he's always he's, he's Sterling. He's got a funny technique. It's not orthodox. So sometimes things that are fine and they're coming off well. Oh wow, what a shock! United scored right. No,
4: it's a it's a foul. It's a foul. That's never a foul Ramsdale. By the way. He's gonna he, check
0: If we're just talking about Saka on the right hand side, if you have to pick his three the three ways of, of of him affecting the game or what he does, like what would you say it is because I think one big part of his game is the given goal. Like that's like a big, big part of his game. So and I think Sterling has that as well. So that, that was a big is a big part of Sterling's game, the giving goal. And this is why I like them to use on the ability, it just reminds me of from the right hand side, the give, giving goal with the left, then crossing with the right, or coming back on his left kind of. But uh, if if people don't see, I, I, I guess it's fine. But uh, what other other aspects do you see? Because if you see them, we can then uh, maybe liken them to certain me, players.
2: It, 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 I, I like the way he moves off the ball um and but, the spaces that he picks yeah. Up. He showed that yesterday.
4: That was a lot more. Off the ball Still, than we
2: had seen, right? Yeah, I think, and I think a large part of yesterday was because of how Southampton played. But I think he 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 has been. I think if you go back to the Chelsea game, um, if you think about the West Brom game where we, where, where, where we slapped them, um, you know, all games that you could think of where he's played out there in this re- in this recent good run. Um, if, if you if you look back on them, you'll see he's made good, smart, intelligent movements off the ball. Um, he knows where to be, he knows where to position himself, you know, position himself on the inside channel. Like when he doesn't have the ball, when he wants to receive the ball from a, from, um, from a teammate or he'll stand in spaces which um, affect the game, you know, even if the ball doesn't come to him, even if the pass doesn't come to him, he's standing there to provoke um, a man, uh, uh, you know, to, to come out of the defensive line, to pick him up or, um, you know, to, to create a space for someone else. I, I like that about him, man. I like look, look- that. I've noticed that
4: let's let's move on a little bit from Saka cuz like we spent like 15 minutes talking about Saka. Um I want to talk a bit about um a few of the other players that were involved yesterday. I thought um ESR, another good game, man. Another good game. Like you like you guys said, I, I definitely feel like he's still playing with um uh in maybe first or second gear still, which is promising cuz it means like <laughs> boy, if he actually starts to you know feel a bit more confident and um you know, just maybe a sense of belonging that he actually belongs at this level, then we could have a really, really good player on our hands. So similarly to ESR, like, where where do you guys put um, ESR as well? Is he, is he a similar level talent to Saka? I would
3: say so. I would say so. As you know, I've always been a big fan of his. Um, and he's one of the ones that, with him... So with him, I saw it the first time I saw him play. And I see him... My, my son was playing... Um, my son was playing against Arsenal's academy, and I was watching. Uh, I think yes, I was like a sixteen or fifteen at the time, and he he really really stood out. Like he looked nuts, and then so I was kind of invested from then. And then he went on the preseason the preseason tour. I think he scored a worthy against City. It might have been or Atletico something like that. Atletico, right. yeah, Atletico, but um. Yeah, yeah. He, he, for me, has always looked like he's got it to be a top player. I think, again, it's intelligence, te- technical, the way he moves around the pitch. So some of the things he, he does, they don't befit a 19 and 20 year old because he's always showing a hunger to play. He's not trying to hide. But it's just sometimes, sometimes at the minute he's taking the the safe option, which it might be the right thing to do in some occasions. But again, I, I think, I think there's more to come from him. You know, like the, you know, like the cockiness Madison's got on the pitch. is mm. that all right, mm. this is hard, but I'm sure. going to try. That's why right, right, would would right, you
4: like him more to Grealish team? or Madison? Madison. Mm. Madison. I think Grealish is more of a, Grealish is an
3: individual. Madison is more of a team player, if that makes sense.
0: Mm. I get that, okay. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. I think... um, yeah, I think... Oh, go Sorry, on, just
0: to on. The other week, I've, we've, I think we slightly touched on this, and, and I said again, like, look where both of these like, Saka and are right now, 19 and 20. I think they're already having like some very good spells right now. And there's a lot of uh, English, actually, top players, like Grealish and Madison, for example... We haven't had this spell at this age. I think this is very promising. I think it's just about... Is
4: that is that true, though? Because
0: Grealish, Grealish
4: was breaking into the Villa team when he was in the Premier League. I think he was on loan at Knox County when he was 19.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah I, I, I mean, I remember him being in the Madison Premier League. Madison was good at but, uh...
0: Norwich.
4: Getting getting Madison was on loan somewhere else, I think. Uh, before. I um, Madison, Madison was only at
3: Norwich for like a year or two. He was at Coventry
4: before that. Yeah, I think that's mm. where he mm. was. Norwich. Coventry, I'll double check. Yeah, it was, he was playing... Uh, how old is he now? Did he go on
2: loan in Scotland,
3: Madison? H-
4: yeah, right. for Aberdeen. Yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah, Just That was before he came to so. Leicester. Before he came to... Yeah, yeah. Well, he came to Leicester
2: look- off the back of a good season at Norwich, no? Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 But yeah. before that, well, I think whilst he, Before he broke into... Norwich's oh, yeah, first team. Right. Wasn't he on loan in Scotland?
4: He was, yeah. yeah. It was, um, it yeah, was a yeah. season before he, he he banged for Norwich. That's where he was in Scotland. Yeah. and, and, I think, and, and
2: Yeah, I think it's a good
3: point. S- All right, so look. So you could say that they didn't have that, and this is not to say that they did. And it's
0: not a slight. It's just saying that, look, look where they are now, and they're at 24, so... They have... But is that, not the, is that not because of the, the, the club... Who they were playing for? They, yeah. Look, you come
3: through the Arsenal Academy your that carries you a little bit
0: yeah it does. Do, do you know do you
3: know what I mean like you're yeah, gonna give true. you give a player that's come through Arsenal more uh, value and more ratings than you're gonna give a man that's coming through a Coventry mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that the man's better when Brentford's academy disbanded um four or five years ago I think Chelsea signed like seven boys from one age group from Brentford that left back that's playing for Palace now, nah, he come from Brentford you know what I mean so, yeah, so he, he's only at Palace. And look, he's playing in the Prem, but he's only at Palace because Brentford got rid of their academy. So sometimes mm. the, the players in the lower academies are as good or better than the players at the top academies. But, you know, sometimes they pick a player and they get fast-tracked and, 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 and they love them. And it's, mm. it's just how it works. So, so the fact that Madison or Grealish was at this level, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that okay because Smith-Rowe, you're seeing more from Smith-Rowe now that he's gonna eclipse the level that they're at, it doesn't mean no, anything. It, like da- that. it definitely yeah, doesn't no, mean so, that. Yeah.
2: No, I did it's, I did, I didn't understand it to be to, to be that though either. Um I, I do I do think that there are factors to it as well. I think if Arsenal, you know, had we um not been so bad this past four seasons, um, you know, had we been in the Champions League instead of the Europa League, we'd have seen a lot less of soccer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I question whether um, ESR will be making these breakthrough in. in I don't in think the they would. We would probably time. sign some players. Exactly. So yeah, I think there were, you know, there were fact things happen. You know, in 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 life, on an individual basis. Each players, each individual players' course is different, and you know, um, I think sometimes these well, look meet, at look
3: know. at Rashford. Mm. Look at Rashford. Yeah. Yeah. Rashford only got his opportunity
4: because Martial got injured in the warm up.
2: Yeah, there you go. So the way it happens (laughs) for each individual. (laughs) Ashley
4: Cole only got his opportunity because Sylvania forgot his passport or something, right? It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. so So like yeah, it's life circumstances,
2: man. Yeah, circumstantial. So you know the way it happens. And you know, but but credit to him for making the most of his opportunities. And and yeah, I think coming back to the point about what like is he is ESR in the same bracket as um Saka, personally, I think technically he's better than 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 Saka. Um, you know, I think the mentality question, that's a bit that, that that's that's harder to judge. And again, that's about um consistency of performance, application and decisions over a period of time. And then I think with the question over ESI's fitness, you know, is his fitness what it needs to be to allow him to um to 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 play when the opportunities
3: do mm-hmm. present. You know what confirmed it with Smith rowe for me is mm-hmm. that when he went on loan to Huddersfield last season. Boy up the place. Yeah, but I was... I didn't think that that
4: would pan out for him. Mm. You thought it was a bad loan? I can't lie,
3: that's I thought, what I
0: thought
3: as well. I thought it was a bad loan. It was a weird oh, yeah. one
4: because Huddersfield were a struggling... They struggling. ...championship side, like... I, you know, I'm I mean, always it, a bit wary of championship loans. You can look yeah. shit in that league, you, man. You, you can, can, but even,
3: even outside of that, so... I the the same the Huddersfield manager used to be my manager.
2: Mm. And
3: he's a proper, proper stickler for hard work. Like it's not he's not interested in the flair and guile thing. He wants willing runners that are gonna do XYZ, the ugly stuff in football. He's not interested in the the pretty nice stuff. So when I saw Smith Rose Gans play him, I was like, oh wow, this is a bit, this is a bit nuts. And then I I started watching the Huddersfield games. And Smith Rowe was doing that side of the game as well. But when he was on the ball, he still looked like the same player. So I'm like, okay, he's got a bit Mm. more about him than just being the luxury player that we think he is. Mm. And then you see the Huddersfield fans waxing lyrical about him. Cowley's talking good about him. Like, everything is just positive. And he's showing that he can do the hard work, the pretty Mm. stuff. Mm. He's getting on the score sheet, he's making goals. Mm. So you're like, okay, maybe this kid is the real deal. And then Mm. we get to this season and he's not getting a look in, you know, and certain people not going to name any names like real one or nothing. But, you know, (laughs) they're telling you that Joe Willock's better and stuff like that.
4: Thanks for leaving me out of that. Because you
3: know, people, uh... <laughs> you put yourself. Yeah, Anton, this is the
4: thing. Anton you know? knows the truth. You guys are just here for agendas. That's all it is, man. Uh, Anton is a man of honor. You lot are very, ex- extremely shameless. You, you like to take I know my this
2: words is that. not it's coming from you, Dude, Lewis. Man, you can't I know talk
3: this is about not coming from you, bro. please. Please, let's not let's carry on. As no, I, I know, you that know I, I think it think Lewis, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you get Lewis is like a dog with a bone, give a an opportunity <laughs> to go for something. You're just gonna <laughs> go, go. Oh, sh- sh- you just going to go. You see him in our yeah. other group with the whole Dean Smith Hasselhood thing. Yeah, like so. I know
4: he doesn't mean it.
3: I just take him at face value, so it's cool. Whatever, yeah,
4: man. Is. You are here. But, I, I just told you to to post an updated uh, table. That's what I, was and I did. Because you were quick to put the, the table in when we asked them <laughs> winning. I, I posted it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I want an update. I just want an update. Do you, so do you, want, do do you still want to... Hassan who was Arsenal manager? No, nah, no, nah, I'm alright with our terror moment. <laughs> <right>, yeah. there, <laughs> yeah. there you go. you um, oh, go. Let's. Yeah. Uh, what I like to do every time uh, Partey plays, I like to have a little uh, Partey appreciation moment. You see. Yeah. So Where's um, your
3: Ghana beats?
4: Not not today. They'll be local on Saturday. Don't you worry about that. Or I'll be coming fully dressed in kente. Um, There's but, yeah. a lovely Nigerian Robert, restaurant, like a few doors down. Please. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, mm. Happy days. It's
3: just not a- loose. <laughs> it's not a bit of loose though. Yeah. It's, nah,
4: it's not just not gone in, is, is it? Yeah. It's not gone in. Is it? Nah, just not gone in.
1: <laughs> like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster, only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications, and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Um, But yeah, uh, (laughs) thoughts on Partey and that Jacques partnership. Like, um, I said, on a the, partnership, man. Well, it is a partnership <laughs> right now, right? It, it, well, it's 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 it's, it's like pairing. it's a 90 10 partnership. It's a 90 10 partnership. But, pairing, uh, you remember, partnership.
3: Shabs, you remember in WWF with the Heart Foundation? Remember <laughs> that. Why have you you gone to Shabs, by the way?
4: You won't remember. I don't know if
3: you're old enough to remember. Yeah, you won't remember. This guy's an agent, man. Yeah, Jim would be getting banged banged up. He'd tagging Brett and they would win all (laughs) the time. Yeah, (laughs) there you go.
2: That's how it goes, man. It is, but I (laughs) want to be fair to Xhaka.
4: I want to be fair to Xhaka. He played well yesterday. And I felt like he took a lot more responsibility offensively than he had done in in recent weeks. And and to be fair, oh, and... Oh fucking hell! And and um a lot more responsibility than we've seen throughout his Arsenal career. So look, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I'm not a Zaka fan. I, I just I really dislike the player, um, but I thought he was good yesterday. And and there's a it's not the partnership I want to see, but it looks solid enough. I think, I think he's the only he partnership
3: can... we're gonna to see, to be honest.
4: Yeah. I was still agree. like to see Sabayos in their party personally, but I, yeah, that, I, I, think, funny... I think
3: with Shaka,
2: he did play well yesterday. Um it was a, it was you it makes you wonder why he couldn't you know put in half the the the, the level of performance when we played the same team. The man,
4: he's probably scared but, playing, um,
2: he got the... an assist. He got an assist yesterday for Pepe, um, who was another decent... I was impressed with Pepe's performance yesterday also. So. I'll say that. I'll throw that in. Um, yeah, credit to him for getting an assist, an assist in a, in a, in a, in a vertical forward pass that, you know, we've seen him consistently um, make a botch job of time and again. So the fact that he'd he, he done it relatively straightforward, but, you know, credit to him. I think if you recognise these limitations and says, look, I need to simplify my game, and when I get the ball, I need to find parte or I need to find ESR. I can live with it. I can live with this, Xhaka. And if he can... Well, he's never going to erase them stupid mistakes and tackles and fouls out of his game, never. But He's you know. improved
4: defensively, though, Xhaka. Mm-hmm. He's not he's What not did, he
2: complete... do? did he do? Didn't he do something stupid the other day? Didn't he give away a free kick against um, Southampton the no, other but, day? I mean, he was... this... Um, yeah, Um
4: every, like, every, everyone's gonna give away free kicks in it. A, I think, a
3: stupid one.
4: Like, a, you I know, think
3: Jacques has done so much bad stuff at Arsenal. Yeah, it's hot, yeah. That any any Hard to see the time game. he does what he's supposed to do, we give him too much praise or we're too shocked because we're so used to the bad. Like he was decent yesterday. I'm not gonna take it away from him. And he give, he gives you one good game every Every five, six, seven, seven, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and I think people get carried away. Jack is Jack is really good at making it look like he's had a good game, and making it look like he's worked hard. And he fools a lot of people. I don't know how, but
4: he's a statistician's we, dream. Yeah, he fools a lot of people with he it. Loves I the mean, radars.
3: Yeah, he, he he was okay yesterday. I think playing with Partey. He's so good. I think I'd look all right next to him.
4: What are we saying about and Well class. Yeah, hundred percent comfortably. Comfortably,
3: he's top draw. It's like he's one of those midfielders. You know those midfielders that it looks like every time they get the ball, it looks like the game slowed down. Mm-hmm.
0: He did one
4: thing to get out of pressure yesterday. I don't know if you guys remember it. Yeah, on the Um, edge of the box. On the edge of the box. I don't know how he did it, but it was like, it was like, you know, when you kind of like put backspin on the ball, when you know it's wet, and the ball just goes exactly where he wants it to. And to, what was be. funny
3: is that he did that, and then about ten minutes later, Xhaka tried to do similar, and that's when he stamped on Shea Adams' his foot just outside <laughs> their box. Didn't wear a flag. <laughs> and this is what yeah. I mean. It's it's 11, it's like, the the <laughs> you can
2: like, Hey,
4: oh. listen, Partey's just inspiring, man. He's just inspiring. Uh, yeah, but you know, you gotta know your uh, you gotta it's know rough, your man. capabilities.
3: But he, yeah, Partey's just so like the positions he takes up when he hasn't got the ball, when he's got the ball, like. He just makes it so easy. Like, Xhaka now knows that his job, basically, where's Partey?
1: Okay, cool.
3: If I can't get it to him, that's because they've got two or three men. So my other passing angles are a lot easier because they've had to stop him getting the ball because they know Mm. if Partey gets it, he only needs half a second. He can break three lines, half a second, no problem. Two touches, one touch even. Mm. They know that. So, again... That level of intelligence and that level of ability it makes everyone around him's job a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You literally see players get the ball. Our our people used to get the ball, and you'd see a lot of their looking, where should I play? Who should I give it to? Whereas now you've got that body in midfield that, okay, this is who I want to find. If he's not on, then I have to find something else. But Partey is now the go to, and And then moving further forward. Smith-Rowe is the now go-to. Like, mm. you've got two players in midfield that you want to give it to. You mm. want to give it to Saka. You know that if you do have to go long and it's on the floor, there's a chance that Laka, if it's on the floor, he can set and Smith-Rowe and that will get around him. So it, it makes everyone's job a lot easier. Yeah, but I does. think Partey, Partey is a big, big deal. The big, yeah. big deal.
0: And, yeah. and just to just finish this off, I did I I did I did, um, I did say this the other day. I think he just has this big knock-on effect that I'm just... Um, touched on, and I think he massively also improves the players' movements. Like players know when he's on the ball, I can be between the lines, I can run in behind, I can be out wide. He can find me, and um, I need to be ready for when he does it. Like you mm-hmm. know, I'm not, if I'm not ready, I look like an idiot, kind of thing. And I think they're also they're also they're also glad that he's finding them. Like I mean, the pass he plays to play to Esr on the run the other week, <clears throat> couple disguised passes between the lines. Um, they're just they're improving their movement and their their reception of the ball or readiness when he's on the ball. And Shaka gets more space. He, he improves the whole attack. And um, one thing they um that he's very good at as well is when the ball breaks down, he's just so quick to it. Like and I think we said this before. He has got this octopus nickname, but he, it's ridiculous. He's just even so when quick
4: he even when he gives it away, he's win like, it back. He's bang on it, and, it's like, and he's like, oh, just wow. so
0: quick to win it back. And he doesn't even look like he's sprinting. He never mm. looks like he's sprinting, man. He's mm. He's a top,
3: top player.
0: Yeah, and it,
2: it, 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 it influences the way that we're able to control games. It influences the way that we're able to attack. I think we, would um, you know, uh, are required to defend less because we've got the the, the ball more. Um, it makes a difference. You know, I was, I was talking about the um, quality of our defending, the quality of our goalkeeping, you know, and Leno and the individual mistakes that he's made and the impact, that you know, that it has on the defence in front of him. And I think we're doing less defending because we're better able to hold on to the ball, because we've got mm. better quality in the mid- middle of the pitch now. It all, it, it, all, it all makes a difference. I think it's no wonder that defensively we've been a lot better in this recent run mm. um, that we've had. So, yeah, Talk,
4: Talking about better qualities in the middle, um, I do want to just leave the game um, for a bit. Uh, talking about the new signing, uh, Martin Od- Odegaard. Odogad, did I get that right there?
0: That that's
4: mean, a, that's well, yeah, Dan's our, our language expert, mate. Yeah, Listen, we... the way these guys were pronouncing French
0: well, words the other day was kind of crazy. Udegaard. Udegaard. I think he says it's fine if you say Udegard, so... Oh, all right. that one. We'll, we'll go with that one then. The
4: um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Sean...
2: pronunciation was still proper, though. you, no, you enjoyed that one, didn't you, Shamsay? You, you enjoyed yeah, that like, I mean, dance. I mean, German dance. Not yours. It was not uh, Norwegian. It was not Norwegian. Oh, yeah, right, but okay. no, no, no. But it was cool. Yeah, man. I
4: thought you were well, well, free a
2: compliment. there. No, no, no. It was good. It was good. Dude. Right, Keep right,
4: up right, the good work, man. Hey, Lou, wants this compliment, you know? Yeah, Sean released a video today. A short little video about the sign of Odegaard. Sean or Sean? <laughs> depends on the environment oh, okay <laughs> pretend he's talking to you yeah, yeah d- <laughs> it depends on the recipient of the conversation that's what, that's what, it, de- <laughs> that's what it depends I oh, just straight is vicious <laughs> um yeah depends d- it depends if he wants lips like angelina jolie or not <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, he he mentioned that he thinks Ödegaard is uh, um and it's, it's quite similar to Özil in the in the stylistically and and what kind of qualities he is going to bring to our uh, team. We're in for a treat,
3: then, aren't we? If he's oh, you know, anything well, like there's
4: that, a nice little caveat to our next conversation. <laughs> We're a treat. I'm not too sure, um, but first of all, actually, before we actually get on to him as a player. What do you guys think of the deal? Six-month loan, are we happy with that? Um, is that a deal that Arsenal should be doing?
3: I think Arsenal fans need to start being really... It's not even Arsenal fans. It's, it's, it's United fans and Chelsea fans in that, that are, and Liverpool fans that are trying to get onto Arsenal. But you have to be realistic. There's a hierarchy in every and anything, right? And where Real Madrid are in that hierarchy in comparison to where we are is us taking players on loan from them. It can never be a bad thing for us, ever. <laughs> it just can't
4: depends if yeah. they're Julio Baptista Ooh.
3: I mean even he if he was used correctly he could have been effective. he wasn't used he, w- he wasn't used wisely Yeah,
2: well, yeah he bullied up he, Liverpool he was I, shit remember, though, I know man. that he I know was he shit. bullied up Liverpool I know that That's that,
3: we that, were told We say. were told he was meant to be the replacement for Vieira and then he came here yeah and he came back up
2: front in that I'm a striker <laughs> i a number 10 isn't it? I'm Brazilian I do what I
4: want <laughs> imagine we started playing Partey up the front Like how weird would
2: that be yeah
4: he, Every up, video name's... I watched of Julio Baptista, he was like some enforcer sentiment feel like bossing nah, it.
2: His name Julio the Beast Baptista, oh, man, wait. with a lethal One foot. day
4: he just
3: woke up and said, nah, this is boring, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> Slap goals, goals, man.
2: Slap four. There's,
4: there's English league. You think I'm going to come play sentiment? Put me up front, man. Put yeah, me up front. Man. Told the oh, way was well.
2: funny. Yeah. But
4: yeah, um, yeah, just in terms of the loan deal, um, I, I do have a... I do get what you're saying. Obviously, we should never be we should never turn down this level of talent. Understood. Uh, just in terms of the loan, six months. I do feel like it's, and we do need bodies, so it's probably not gonna it's not gonna be a disaster or anything like that, is it? We haven't paid virtually any money for him, but I just want I just wonder like it, it might take him a bit too long to get going and. Why, though? No, I, we just don't know how players are going to settle do do we, we I, I think he probably but... will settle well he's he's, tra- he's well travelled he's, he's he's experienced for his age i think he probably will settle well we just we just don't know that's the thing you,
3: you don't you don't know of anything we spent 72 million on pepe and yet we didn't know chelsea just spent 100 million on that habert's kid mm. i think
0: this is a low risk signing man this is yeah. a loan for a very talented player that we could maybe have the conversation to sign them permanently in the summer, but this is six months of um of four or five months, however long it is, of a, yeah. of a, low, risk, of a low risk signing of a quality player. And um, I think we're better off doing a deal like this in January than and uh, buying someone, buying a Buendia for 30 mil, when in the summer yeah. someone else could come up for 45 a while or something like that, so or mm. Udegaard for that type of money. So I think we're better off not spending the money on a player and loaning someone of good quality, which we have done, so... I yeah, that's
2: a, that's a good deal. I, I agree. I, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I think we need all the help we can get. I think um, he comes in to help not hinder us. Um, I think if you consider the fact that we, we need crying out for um, a player in his position, ESR on his own is not enough, as good as the kid has done. Um, you know, we saw yesterday he got cramped from his work rate. He's going to need a rest um, and, 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 and rotation. Arteta made a strong point about the usage or overusage of young players without a preseason as well in this in this COVID season. Um, so yeah, we we need the bodies. He's a quality body, and um, yeah, man. Like I, I think people are detracting from the situation and trying to. I, I think any other club, um, no one's really making the noise about it that they're making about Arsenal taking this on on long. When I think about the other business for number tens players in that position which has taken place in this window, it's, it's it's non-existent really. And so I'd much rather have preferred him on loan for six months where there's the possibility that if it works well, we can open up another dialogue with, 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 with them in the summer. Um, think about pos- possibly another loan with conditions or even, um, you know, transfer. Let's see, um, you know, if he comes in and does well, it's not going to hurt our chances of trying to, secure him if that's what we want and that's what he wants in the future. So mm. um people you know haters are gonna hate man let them, let them say I just I just want him to come in and land. You know what I mean? Like after all of this I do want him to come in and land and perform well.
4: Yeah, I
0: can't so lie I might have to take a few weeks out if he don't bang I can't lie I've got too much <laughs> stock on Yeah, there's a lot of I, stock I, I'm being a lot careful of man d I'm not yeah. I'm
4: not investing too much simply because he's not our player I don't know if he's going to be here in six months. I don't want to get to it. I, I don't want to throw a parade of a fucking loan signing. Oh, we're not saying? doing that. I don't, I don't want that, to be here. we you want know. him
0: to do well, or not we? Yeah, of course,
4: yeah. man. Let him, do, let him do well. And that's all brilliant. And I hope he does well. And I hope he stays. And I hope, you know, like, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to invest too much time in it, man. I think, I hope mm. he does well, but, um, and I'm excited to see him. He's, a, he's obviously a really, really talented footballer. Um, mm. Where do we see him? Do, do we see him featuring like early on, or is it is it going to be a a thing where maybe he'll progressively get a few more minutes? Because right now it's do we fit it's, him it's, and ESR in the team together? What what do we do? I think
3: you can play both for them. I think you can play both. Will them. we? Uh, I think it would depend on who we're playing. I I would like to think that Arteta is seeing the error of his ways in being too conservative in certain games and I would like to think that he has now seen that the way to win football matches is to actively try to win them. Like, if you, there's there's nothing wrong with having good footballers all around the football pitch. Like, that. and as long as you've instilled the right mentality when you don't have the ball into those players, you don't need to, you know, I think the days of him doing that and Elneny and Xhaka, like, and the Emre free defensive midfielders. I think I'm hoping those Don't days know. are gone. So I, I'm hoping that he now sees a way that more attacking players we can comfortably fit into a football team, the the more chance we stand of winning. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, any final thoughts on Odegaard before we get onto the final part of the pod?
3: Yeah, just hope he can emulate his hero, Ozil and, um,
4: yeah. brilliant segue. I can always rely on you, Anton. Anyway, Great. let's talk about Azul. We're moving from one O to with a line in it, and another O with You're a being line very off.
3: culturally but, insensitive. Now, yeah. not too they, sure those, those O's have proper
4: names. I'm not too sure what the O's represent, but um, and the lines represent. But we we move. For the dots. The dots, I'm not too sure what they represent. But your lot
3: ain't gone and changed it and just made it no more you <laughs> like to <get> change? <laughs> I mean, that would be the most <laughs>
4: simple thing to do, wouldn't it, Anton? You're in, you're in the fault. <laughs> less writing, less ink. Anyway, um, look, just being devil's advocate, all right? Now, let me say it with my chest, actually. <clears throat>
0: We're
4: going to have an Ozil discussion. We're going to talk about um, designing holistically. I don't want to hear any of this fucking... Oh, he was good pre-contracted When he got the contract, he was shit da, da, da. Let's talk about it holistically, alright? Let's talk about it holistically, Urza was a signing, right? Cool Let's go back, 2014 he was signed, right?
3: 2013, no
4: Was it 2013? 2013-14 season Yeah,
3: the first year. first 14. Yeah.
4: Right, cool £42 million Can uh-huh. we all agree, right? That Urzu was bought with a tag as the best number 10 in the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. We can all agree with that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or the best so, playmaker in the world. The best playmaker if, in the world. If, if the depending on what you the ten, Yeah, because, yes, because so, Messi was still a 10. Messi's obviously yeah. the best ten in the, the world. The, the best playmaker in the world. Right, cool. Now, my argument for this is, um, essentially, I don't feel like Ozil lived up to the hype. And I don't feel Why? like he was anywhere close. Why? Because his performance was nowhere near consistent enough to, oh,
0: for, for, to be consistent he was very consistent actually in the first four years i believe very I, don't, I don't i don't believe that's true at all he was a, he's this, actually this, this, historically this, very this. consistent player let, let, let me let me in terms my up, of right?
2: output or consistency in terms of his not his, his, his
0: game is incredibly consistent he does the same things every uh, like basically every game so, See this, is,
4: this, see, this is where I'm going to heavily agree with you. And I think that revisionism is heavily having an impact here. Because how much criticism did Ozil face over the years of, of not how turning up? How much of it
3: was justified?
4: I think, I think a lot of it, personally.
3: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So let's look at it this way. So Arsenal would lose away games to the big sides, right? Same away games they was losing before Ozil. Same away games they was losing with Ozil, same that we've been losing since Ozil, right? And what Wenger would do is, Wenger, if you remember the lead, the run to the Champions League final in 2006, where we adopted that kind of 4-5-1 with Perez or Helleb as the floating midfielder in the middle, and we'd, be a bit more, we'd have a few more men back than we usually did and we wasn't as expansive. Wenger kept trying that. In every big away game for the next seven, eight years. It worked one time, away at United. When United were really put. I think it was 2006, and Cesc Fabregas absolutely ran the show when Bayor scored, yeah? So Wenger kept trying that same thing. It didn't work. Urzil would get played on the left wing, yeah? We'd hardly have the ball. The ball would come to him on the wing sometimes. He'd be man-marked, we'd lose, it would be Urzil's fault. Nobody would talk about the fact that our fullbacks' positioning was terrible. Nobody would talk about the mistakes our centre-backs made. Nobody would talk about how soft we were in the midfield. Nobody would talk about the fact that we had three chances, but we didn't take any of them. All the media would do is they would talk about Ozil's body language. Ozil didn't do this. That's all they would do. And eventually that narrative stuck and people ran with it. And every single time Arsenal lost, it was because
4: of him. It
3: was never because of him.
4: I agree. I agree with that. So I do feel like that Urzul's the the criticisms of Urzul was were were focusing on the wrong thing. I think they were focusing too much on a a, a club mentality issue and a Venga issue overall. Right. So my issues with Urzul was spells of games. I'm not talking about the big games. I can forgive him for the big games because we we were shit we didn't our record in big away games is still terrible i think it, it took arteta to break the duck right i think arteta has won um who did we beat so we've beat we've beat we've beat, with, we've, with beat no fans away as well. we've beat united in 06 united sorry that's it. And, and this year yeah we
3: beat city in 2015 we beat liverpool i believe it was 2011 where drb absolutely DRB. Was and, and the van
4: persie one was it and and Van Persie
3: scored a volley.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, no, that no that <laughs> that was, that no, was, that was another one I think.
4: And we had and we had the Chelsea victory over at Stamford Bridge and as bridge. well. Yeah, where Van yeah. Persie scored a hat trick. But those are yeah. th- those are like five or six games in like a ten years. Uh, about um, 40, ten years, right, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So look, hundred percent, I agree with you. My issue with Özil is over a course of games, right? Where I felt like he. He was just below par uh, for, for weeks on
3: in. No, but this when... is the thing, and, and this is what annoys me about the Urzil thing. Yeah, first and foremost, every single footballer has bad football matches. Every single one Messi, Ronaldo, Henri, Zidane, Vieira, Hazard, Salah, Mane. Everybody has bad games. Everybody, because of Urzil's body language, his bad games look worse. Yeah. Let's compare Ozil to, say, David Silva. Now, David Silva is touted as he was amazing yeah, the deep. whole time. Blah, 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 blah. Anytime David Silva had a bad game, Yaya Touré can step up, Aguero could step up, De Bruyne could step up, Nasri could step up, Jaco could step up. Silva got substituted. Like well, that's all 70, well and good, though. No, hold on. I, let Man it. 70, 70 times, about 70 times, David Silva got taken off with Man City either drawing or losing. Yeah? And because they had other players around that had bigger reps and done more when they were losing than that, nobody ever said anything. You think every time Arsenal lost, it was all put on Ozil. Let's look at Arsenal before Ozil come. 12-13 season. Do you remember that football? when
0: Ben Ayoune got us Champions League because the keeper chucked um, one in at West um, Brom. Um, <laughs> um, and, and people saying, oh, we didn't need to sign a playmaker. We did. We needed creativity. No, but do you, do you, you remember it. how bad we were yeah. that year? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But I, I remember right?
3: how bad we were. So do, do, do you remember the 13-14 season? Do you remember how much you enjoyed the football? Do you remember some of the things that happened? <laughs> Why do you think that is? I remember the 13-15. Why remember... did Sanchez come?
4: I remember the 13-14 um, season for... um that he had a very good start to life at Arsenal. The the rest of the year, not so much. I don't think that's
3: true. And that's I know he had injuries.
4: He... he had injuries in, in his first season, didn't he? That's not me
3: saying he was brilliant at all times, because he wasn't, because nobody is. But he's good far, far, far outweighed his bad. Far, far, far outweighed his bad.
2: Yeah, I think the point about um, needing versus not needing a playmaker at the time we signed him is it interesting one? I think it's relevant. I think um, you know we signed Santi Carzola this season. Before we had Wilshar, we had Ramsey. Yeah, they were a lot earlier on in their careers. We still had um, Thomas Rizicki, who was injury prone, but he was still on the books. He still featured in games. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was dreadful. But Carzola um, bought that. So then you think about what the team's needs were at the time we signed him and argue like. I've got no issue with the signing. I was delighted with the signing, but it wasn't the signing that I expected going into the window. I feel like we needed, um, you know, um, someone Suarez. to play further afield. I f- yeah, yeah. I-, I swear it was the same window we tried to sign Suarez. Yeah, yeah. We if, we so- if we got Suarez, we were Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Yeah.
3: Suarez over no Brazil, but and, Higuain,
2: and, I would not And I think we was also trying to get Higuain, isn't it? See, and that's the only... one I wouldn't, yeah. I
0: wouldn't agree with that one still.
2: Yeah, and I'm as not saying that. See. I'm not, I'm also not saying we should have. But he, he if the targets are strikers, yeah, you know, and if where we're looking at other deficiencies in the side are um, in the defense and in the midfield, even arguably goalie, because there were question marks about Chesney's form mm. and temperament and his attitude and smoking in the showers and all that shit. Um, why go out and sign uh, a, a, a f- player? But also, if a player like Urzel Ozil, Urzel's quality becomes available. You know, for a club like Arsenal, where we were at the time, you also don't turn it down. That so I understand, I understand I the, understand the reasoning behind signing him. What my issue was, and it's an issue that I have with Wenger per se, is that we, we didn't do enough to help Ozil. And we then that, to him. me, and, that, and that's with the, 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 the composition
0: we're we of the players Giroud around from.
2: And then that's the whole problem. Let me just finish. And then that goes on to impact things like what Amp was talking about, what others have spoken about, about his performance or lack of performance in the big games. But you have to, like, he is reading that. What, what is this player? And what is his skill set? And what is he known for? What is his game based on? And he is a final third player. That is what his game has always been. Why did we sign him expecting it to be different? So that means in order for him to be effective, he needs to pick up the ball in intelligent pockets of space in the final third. And he creates, you know, find the final pass, perfect timing, um, perfect delivery. You know what I mean? That is what his game is based on. So if you create environments around him to allow him to be able to do that, fine. There were away games where Wenger tried to be a bit more cautious or set up differently where he didn't, you can't, exclude your record signing, you know what I mean? But then he didn't have an effective plan of how to use utilise him. So then, all right, I'm going to play him on the left and stick him in and and, and just hope that, yeah, we're going to be under the cosh for much of the game, but when we do get it, he can make that difference. He can turn that, you know, he can he, he can he can have a moment of magic and he can make something happen. And he couldn't. That's not as, to me, that's not something I can put on the playoff. That is not something I could put on the playoff. But then this narrative sets in about um, all the things that have already been said, all the things that Ants already said, I don't understand personally, because um, so I, had a season to, I was a season ticket holder for a couple of seasons, them times as well. So you hear all this narrative about Erzil um, and his attitude is poor and his body language. But when I'm going and sitting at the Emirates and watching him, he is making the most sprints. He's making high intensity runs. He's covering so much ground. So I'm saying, raw how are these paid journalists and pundits and that, turning around and this is what they're commenting on. When I'm sitting here, I'm seeing so much that I wouldn't see otherwise when I'm watching the game at home that I'm seeing him making these runs. But there's no one to find him. He's making 40-yard dashes, 50-yard dashes. No one's picking him up. You know what I mean? So there's certain things that I just couldn't put on him and then it felt like there was a witch hunt against him and just, yeah, people are just trying to... This yeah, like, oh, like, I doubt you know, there was
4: a witch hunt against him.
2: And it, and it's the whole Wenger philosophy thing as well. It was the whole Wenger soft. His Arsenal teams are soft. This is he's another a, soft player he's that he signed with a soft yeah. mentality. He was soft. And he though. can't carry, and he can't carry Arsenal on on. Bro, on, Lewis, like,
3: Lewis, uh, Lewis. Do you know how much times you can watch? You could you see it with right? So you see it with Grealish now, right? Grealish will get the ball and he'll get in front of the player and he'll go down and instantly gets a free kick. If you I you can pick whatever game you want. You you pick the game. Yeah. Anytime an your spell, yeah. Pick one villa game this year or last year. Yeah. You watch how many times the same foul that Grealish gets, that Silver gets, Foden will get, Sterling will get. You watch how many times Ozil gets the exact same foul and they they don't get get the call. You you could literally see it. And because they've said, oh, yeah, he's soft and he's this. Referees are only human as well. There was a mad bias against him. Mad, mad bias.
4: I'm more talking, I'm not talking about soft physically, even though he was. I'm more talking about soft mentally. See, this This is where I have I, a problem I because... Don't, I just don't... Nah, you see... mentioned Grealish there. You mentioned Grealish there. I would have loved to see Ozil do what Grealish does on a football pitch. He's no, not like, he's, not the game, way he though. takes the game carrier, forward
0: though. to t- to the team. team, like we trying to say, Grealish is more talented than Özil. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This this soft this soft mentality angle is is I think very lame in my opinion, and I'll tell you why. Why is it lame? <laughs> no, it's very lame because you and it's we've like, had Shabs, this discussion. Your
3: finished, bro. With <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 the last, the last, last This guy. Let's go home. Because we had this discussion before, and you were asking Uzo to do stuff that, that is not his game. What? Like what? And no, score goals. You were like, Uzo needs to score more he goals. He should have scored more goals. Like, come Uzu, on, man. You're Uzu, a player of your on, ability. Let, let me finish. Uzo is, a, is a, a, a prime chance creator. The way he plays the football or the, play, the way he plays the game is to facilitate others in situations. This whole game is based on that. And this game slightly changed and adapted a little bit. And he ended up getting more goals as well during his time at Arsenal. But you were you were saying he needs to get my goal. That's, that's not a requirement when you look at Uzu. That's not a requirement. The requirement is creating chances, facilitating play, which he did to a very, very high level. And the whole soft mentality stuff is like you can't, there, there's no way you have a soft mentality and you're at Real Madrid for three years on the Mourinho. Like, come on, man! Like even even Mourinho was saying, "Oh, yeah, you need to be stronger and stuff." Like that Mourinho was playing Uzo because his talent is is not is not is, is, for me is unquestionable, and 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 he can also apply, he applies himself very well, and he does things on the football pitch that matter if you put the right things around them. But at Arsenal, we didn't do that consistently enough. There was a witch hunt against him. There was this whole narrative of the body language is poor and um, he should probably be scoring more. Um, what does he do on the pitch? Only now people are looking into chance creation and how, how are people facilitating situation yeah. stuff more 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 profoundly. But when Uzu came in, people weren't looking at yeah, it like that. They were just looking at, be. oh, he, he's got, how, how many assists he got? How many goals he got? That's yeah. not didn't good analysis and, and that's not didn't good. Didn't
4: Jose admit also. to call in, uh, didn't Uzu admit to being called a crybaby and a coward by, her, uh, by, by uh, Jose? Yeah
0: so that, that does that mean yeah he but Jose's a, a crybaby as well yeah it does
4: that's exactly what it
0: means why it means it mean he was that? a coward and a, a,
4: but, he's, yeah, but that's, he, that's he still starts from games Chelsea. around
0: Madrid under Mourinho that, does that mean he's a why would, why would Mourinho pick a player that he thinks is soft and a crybaby and whatnot why would he rely on him the number 10 position is the hardest position to play on a football pitch and that's absolutely fine you, you entrust fine, someone though. with that with that responsibility you don't think he's not good enough or he's, he's soft or anything I don't think and it was he,
4: ever about not being good enough I don't think it was ever oh, about is, people. Think... We know Urza was a special, special footballer. No one's ever going to tell you that. Ability, ability-wise, fucking hell, where does he put in in our all-time best players? Ability-wise, right now, the difference between him being Arsenal legend and reaching the the, the full capabilities of his it's um, the success of his team. Arsenal team. Yeah, that's it. Really, really. It was, Ian Wright. Is, look, you look at Ian Wright. Was, Ian Wright wasn't a successful Arsenal. Ian player.
3: Wright scored. Ian Wright scored for Arsenal at a faster rate than anybody has ever done
4: in history. But but that's but that's, that's neither here nor there. He he wasn't it's, successful. It's, it's,
3: it's, of course, he was successful. He was what successful he as a
4: player, but his team. But your point was about successful as a team. Uh, From what goals. you guys are saying, Özil was successful as a player. In terms of the numbers he put up, he Ian put up Wright, enough numbers. He'm right, scored I don't, goals though.
2: Yeah, I don't even think the argument about Azul not scoring goals is, is is yeah. I don't even think that broke records. Sc-
3: yeah,
2: I don't think you no know one gives a shit I- about that. <laughs> no one cares. Azul scored forty-four goals for Arsenal and 70, 70 odd assists. I can't remember these. That
4: thirty-three number. goals in one hundred eighty-four league games.
2: Forty-four total goals. So in, yeah you know, forty-four career goals for Arsenal. So less than close to close to fifty goals for Arsenal and seventy odd assists. I can't remember the exact number. Is it seventy-one assists or what is it? So uh, I c I, I, I don't think know. that you can be mad at those numbers. I I'm don't not think mad anyone could, yeah, no I don't I'm not saying you per se lose. I mean I don't think anyone can be mad at those numbers um you know when you consider so relative to the number of games that he plays
3: Mm. Mesut Ozil scored 33 goals and made 54 goals mm-hmm. yeah so
4: that's 87 in 184
2: mm-hmm. it's
3: pretty much 1
2: in 2 1 in 2
4: I don't, I don't know what that stat means into, I I don't know how that compares that's a goal
2: contribution 1 in 2 it's a, a goal good. contribution of
4: some is it, sort is, it, is, it, is if we had if we had asked that before Ozil come when we bought him would we have said that would have been yeah 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 that's what we're signing him this is to what I do Ozil's
0: well. yeah. a player that puts up numbers but We've seen, like, we've seen in the last three months that not having a player that does what he does in terms of facilitating majorly holds back the team. Majorly yeah, yeah. Is, is a big yeah. issue. The evidence is right there. The evidence is right there. He doesn't even need to put on numbers for the team to play better. You're, you're even, right. Yeah. Even when he was, even when he was at last year, people said, oh, he was playing shit. Oh, you were, we were just, still better with, with him in the side. You were not, no, listen, what he's doing on the pitch. He was not as productive as he was before, but he still creates and facilitates situations. Agreed. That's what, he's, that's what his main skill is. Yeah? yeah. So even when he doesn't put up mad numbers, if he plays to that level, that's what I'm saying. Uso is an incredibly consistent player because what he does on the pitch, it doesn't differ. Unless, it's, unless we're playing like away from a home or somewhere, if we play with the same approach at home, his, his, his record against the big teams at home is very good. He's got loads of goals and assists against all the big teams. When we play a certain way, or when we when we're able to imprint um, um, our, our game on on the team, he's at the heart of it, and he doesn't even need to get some numbers for you, Lewis. Some numbers for you, Lewis.
4: Yeah. How would you rank Sami and time at Arsenal? I was never a huge, huge Sami Nasri fan, um, <laughs> and that's that's God's honest truth. Like I felt like Sami Nasri is is one of our most Fantastic talent again. I felt like he was a bit overrated in terms of his performance on the pitch.
3: All right. So Sami and right, <gasps> in, in 85 Premier League games, 18 goals, seven assists. So that's what 25. So that's just about just under one in four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just under one in four. Mm-hmm. Whereas Urzy was one in just under one in two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so start- goals
2: and assists,
3: yeah. Yeah, goals and assists.
2: Yeah. Also.
3: Can Aaron just... Ramsey, two hundred and sixty-two oh, like, games, going, forty yeah. goals, forty-six. So again, what under one in three? About one in three. Yeah. Mm. So again, Ozil beats him. Uh, Fabregas, should we do him? Yeah,
2: please.
3: Yeah, I mean, we we can we can keep going as as a player. Ozil's numbers for creativity and goals they stand up to every single player, and they are better than pretty much everybody, bar Van Persie and henry probably Orba. in and arsenal and that's a, a in, in, arsenal in, Ars- in and, the and premier in, league right, in arsenal history in arsenal yeah. premier league history but yeah. for some strange reason all of arsenal's deficiencies at the time are heaped on Ozil. it doesn't make any sense yeah. if you have a team that's no. not good enough how do you how do you point to the player that is clearly good enough mm. and say that's the I, problem
0: it just don't make and sense. let me just like, throw in let me just, at, if just if let me throw in arsenal's to add yeah.
3: Mm.
2: I was gonna say, let me just throw in to add to them numbers as well, because it's 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 relative. That that Anto, Ant has given like the Arsenal numbers as far as the league numbers, chances created. Dan said it wasn't even a metric that people um considered at the time Urzel came into the league. Two point nine five chances created from open play per 90 minutes. No other but that's close to three chances created, yeah, from that's- open play, non-set pieces. Yeah, from open play. The only other player in the Premier League who comes any well, not even comes close to that. Who's trumped that is KDB. No one else comes remotely close to that. To and that's for the time that. period. That's the, for the time period in which he played in the Premier League. So he did yeah. his job, no? If you chuck in, if you chuck in um, set pieces as well, that takes his number up to three point zero three chances created per ninety. Again, the only player who could hold a candle to him is. KDB in the time frame that he's been in the Premier League per 90. So... Yeah, people make different things of stats, blah, 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 blah. These underlying
4: numbers, when you apply the proper context, are important. That's fantastic, this is man. The, reality. the numbers are fantastic. They sound right, dude, fantastic. Let me ask you this
3: quickly. Let me ask one sec. Jo-
4: one sec. Let me just address your point about Fabregas' stats. you got to remember, Fabregas, Fabregas absolutely That's shits... That's why I go into Fabregas' numbers. Yeah, he shits but... on Ozil. Absolutely shits on it. we got to remember, the first half The first half of Fabregas' career, he's a, he's a 16, 17, 18, 19-year-old. Yeah, and and he don't really start having proper number seasons until he's about twenty, right? So, mm-hmm. And then he absolutely shits all over Erzul. Like it's
3: Fabregas's no. best. Fabregas's best years. That's what I'm, I'm expecting of Erzul. That's the standard. That's the standard. So, so to be good, he has to be better than Fabregas. No,
4: he needs to be. He needs to be up there. But, <laughs> but he's but not I'm good. Saying at Fabregas, he's, but he's shitting all over him. That's what I'm but saying. But, but Fabregas. Who else's number? Fabregas is number shit. So
3: most people. Pirès.
0: Fabregas's best season is better than than better than Gerrard's. I'm literally Fabregas is top three of, of all time for me in the Premier League. I don't I don't Pires, understand why or, this still to Hold be on, this wait, level wait, of wait, player.
3: No. Wait, No. 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 Lewis. Perez, that was in the Invincibles with Henri, Berkat, Vieira. How? Let me ask you this: How to win the league? So famous, how much man. goals do you expect from your striker? Say that again, sorry. To win
4: the league, how many mm. goals do you expect from your striker? Uh, yeah, we never had. I, no, I'll no, concede no, no. the point. The question. Con- no, I, I'm conceding the point. I'm conceding the point. Yes, Urzu never had that. Never had that. But and but when he was given it. When? when was he given it? Uh, with Aubameyang in 2017. Then how many assists has he had since 2017? Lou, Emery bombed him. Emery oh, didn't use him. How many assists? Go on, I answered your question. Tell me how many assists has he got Emre since Ray 2017. Emery didn't use him. He, he, he played games. One? He he certainly played games. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how many assists he had since 2017. Okay? He's I, had I, I a I grand total one. of... Uh, where are we? 14, 16, 17, 18, 20 in about a hundred games. He ain't played no hundred games he hasn't since. Games. That's so, impossible. Don't, so don't lie.
2: Arsenal have played hundred games since 2017, probably. So, yeah, he'd little lie he up. hasn't.
4: 60,
3: There's
2: no way he's played hundred games.
4: It's just under hundred. It's just under a hundred. What's the number? I can't, I can't well, you want me to add up all these individual numbers no, I'm not it, doing that but you it up just under 100, 100. alright so <laughs> Lewis I've got the numbers A, here A, Lewis that's fine it's, I've got the numbers. It's, it's, it's 100 it's 100 games Lewis, since
3: 1718. Lewis I've got the numbers right here Premier League yeah so in the Premier League not 16, in the Premier
4: 16. League I'm talking all comps if you want to do Premier League we can go because it's just 11 assists it's 12 12 assists sorry and
3: 10 goals in 68 games 1 in 3 so, so 1 in 3
4: with so and that's he, with a shooter, so, that's with a shooter. You think Fabregas? The, the football
2: was dreadful, though. Remember how many games Azul and play argument. together?
4: Yeah. I would. Have, I would imagine a lot of these. They would have played so, a lot so, of these games. So here's the thing. Well,
3: evidently not because asiel barely featured, didn't feature at all this season, barely featured last season, and barely featured the season before. But every game Azul so played, Bamian would have played. Not true. Evidently, that's not true. No, but every
4: game Özil played, Aubameyang would have played, right? So we can say that they, with with, with, to about ninety five percent, I would have said because Aubameyang hasn't missed games. So whatever Özil's number is, say ninety five percent, he played with Aubameyang. No, no, we won't say that for one second because it's not true. Well, when did Aubameyang not play? Uh, maybe
3: in the six months before he came to Arsenal.
4: No, but maybe. I'm saying in that point went together. If we if we include their games together, yeah. So yeah, you're All fine. Right. You so wanna, look, so joined in Jan, so we can half that first number, which so is no, Abam- twenty six. So take Ab- off Ab- thirteen.
3: Abayang's Ab- 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 first game for Arsenal was against Everton, right? Beating five one. I remember yeah. it's my son's birthday. Yeah? yeah, third of the second February. Okay, so Ozil played that game. One, two, three, four, five, five more, six games with Abamyang that season. Yeah, six games. In that, in those six games, he made two goals. Right. Mm -hmm. The following season, one and three. Yeah. You you want to hear that? You want to hear the next season, mate? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) the following season under 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 Emery.
4: Yep.
3: Ozil started twenty games. Yep. And he was really poor that season. We can't make any excuses for him. Two I assists. think we, I th- yeah, he, he, he had a bad year. He did. So we got to go to that season for, to say that, yeah, that's when Ozil had a bad year. I don't, I don't think he was particularly... The 18-19 the season. Under, under, we watched the football that that manager put out as well. <laughs> like, we all saw it. So we all know what was going on. We all know why it was going on. So Ozil came in 13-14. And for you to be able to pick a valid floor in him, You've got to go to eighteen, nineteen
4: for a Thank manager you. that we don't yes. know. Think, I think I've shit. got, I think Allow I've got valid for. flaws from him throughout his Arsenal career. So, no, again, no, no. So when I argue, that was a poor when... season. I was saying earlier on that I feel like he's had poor spells in every you, season. You were, arguing, maybe except me. for that record at the assist record season. I think he was good. For for the whole season, no, I'm, you, I'm, you I are, think that don't... is Ozil's standout season. And not just because he got all the assists. I feel like from, from game one to game 38, even though he didn't get the assists in the in the latter part of the year because of Giroud. And that, yeah, um, and that's not his fault. He's still, no, his 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 he still creating exactly. chances. 100%. He, still he was still mm. creating chances, but mm. that was his pinup season. But mm. every other season, I feel like he's had long periods in the, in the side where he was just not good enough so to take us to where... I, cool. I don't believe, right, I I, I I believe
3: the
0: first we, four years were good.
3: That's we, it. I hear you, you. I hear you. Oh, hear you. So 13-14, 26 Premier League games, five goals, 10 assists, yep. 15 and 26, 2-3, yeah? Cool, yep. thanks. 14-15, let's yeah, look at that. Uh, 22 Premier League appearances, four, four goals, 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 six assists, yep. so 10. So just under one in two, yep. yeah? Cool. 15-16. Which was his standout year. 15 16, six goals, 19 assists, 35. Yeah, so two and three again. So, right now, we're on two two and three seasons and one one in two season.
4: Yeah, cool. 16 17. We're not on two two and three. What are you saying? 13 and there's two and three, pretty much. I mean, it was 15. I mean, it's in the middle of one and two and
3: two and three. All right, cool. All right, so let's keep going. So 16-17, 33 games, 8 goals, 10 assists. So that's 18 and thirty-three. So even better than one in two again. Yeah.
4: What what cool. was? What was
3: 18 in 33? All right. Yeah. So All again, right. better than one in two. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
4: 17-18. But if but you're saying wait, you're saying you're the one wait, saying wait, wait, one in two wait, is this wait,
3: hallmark wait, of wait, wait. 17, 18, 26 Premier League games, four goals, nine assists, 13, one, one in two. two. So we're talking about a man that's done two in three twice, and one in said, two, he's three consistent. times. And you're telling me that this is not impressive? He's incredibly just consistent. I don't think
4: it is impressive.
3: All right, cool. Well, find me somebody else that's done better. I just find did. Some other people. <laughs>
4: cool. Who else? Name- Give, us names. <laughs> Who else? Name- Give us five names. Kevin De Bruyne. That's two. That's yep. it. Bruno Fernandes. Yep. No. Nope. What? What? What do you mean? Yeah, Robert Perez. Yeah, that. their
3: numbers are better.
4: Bruno's doing way better than that. Yeah,
3: cool.
2: Bruno's numbers. What's Bruno's numbers? In fact, it's not even a quarter. You don't In want fact, to go...
4: You don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> I, I, Frank Lampard.
0: Fucking man um. is the. Oh my God! Why? Please. Why not? Why not? Please, why please, not? Please, please, please! Why the not? The things that Frank Lampard no, no. did on the football pitch are completely different to what Uzi did on the football No, Dan, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. All I'm saying to you, Lewis, is he's a legend. Look, Dennis look Burkham
3: at, <laughs> Burkham's numbers ain't better, but anyway, cool. But all I'm saying is, Lou, yeah, big, man. we don't have the, the assist names, numbers, isn't it? Look at the names that the you name. had to draw for.
4: Look at the names. He, he was the um, best playmaker in the world. We bought him, look was it? At, look at the names you and have man, to draw And man are telling me about fucking nine assists in a season. L- like, look, look at, at the, the names, names
3: you, you have had to, to draw, draw for. for.
4: Yeah, so? is they're simple. all better than him. Okay. And what? <laughs> we bought him to be the best in the world, and he wasn't. So now, because
3: a player is not better than Fabregas and doesn't have better numbers than Lampard, Bruno. that makes him what? Bruno's
4: numbers are out of this world. <laughs> Bruno's an enigma. I'm, I'm, I'm just about. Oh, My Bruno, Bruno is absolutely
0: shameless because he scores penalties. Like, it's a, who cares? Penalty yeah, either, it's a penalty count. Even, counts counts even take even take penalties out. be recklessly shameless,
4: Br- man. Ozil. But he still smashed it as without pens. So. Okay, don't yeah,
0: matter. he
3: does, and who does it? Who, who
4: yeah, but does I, 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 forget Bruno. Forget Bruno. Yeah, He's an enigma. I'll just use that on the shameless one, innit? But, yeah.
3: Anyway. So so, so this is... Let's let's, round up. Let's round it up. So (laughs) essentially, the conclusion we've come to is to have better numbers than Ozil, you have to be the Premier League's elite.
4: Yeah, and he wasn't the Premier League's elite, which is what we bought him to be. But to have better numbers than him,
3: you have to be the elite. There's a massive gap between what's the elite and what you can consider the flop, which is what you called him at one point.
4: Mm. No, no, no. I disagree. Because we bought him to be a Premier League elite and he wasn't.
3: So therefore, he flops with the objective, elites, but his numbers stand up to the
4: elites.
0: But they don't. But they it's, do. It's, it's David David do. They do. Is David Silva Premier League elite? I guess so. <laughs> yes or no? Is He's he an, is an is elite he footballer? League? Yeah. Did, you, stand did, up did, did they buy him as an Uzu, elite Uzu, playmaker? Uzu's number stand up to him, and he played in the worst team, which we can all agree on. So that's
4: one player. All right, go on.
0: Come
2: on! Well, I I gave my numbers about KDB
3: as well.
4: Yeah, and KDB shits all over him, no? Yeah, no, I wouldn't say shits all over him. Oh, come on, Shabs. he does. Of course he does. He's not doing one. He's not, they're not getting excited about one and two for KDB. Come on, lads, let's do better
2: than this. I said the only player in the Premier League who creates more chances from open play than him, point blank
4: period, is Kevin Dubois now. That is it. So you know what? what you know the numbers. Man? KDB is putting up two and three every season without fail. Yep. Yeah, does KDB put
3: three's. up? Does KDB put up two and three with Danny Welbeck and Olivier Giroud?
4: Probably. He's Gabby no, no, no,
2: no, no,
3: no, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. Remember, Guerrero, do don't yeah. don't play, don't complete seasons. Yeah, oh, I know. Championship winning team. KDB is doing whatever with whoever. Done it in a
2: championship case. winning team with ballers. That is it. That's, that's it. Because look at what Erzul had to work Listen, with. you asked me I mean? to name he needs games, a running, guys. He needs a running yeah, behind striker. You I'm, I'm give him happy, a static I'm target, man. the names
3: that you named. You So you, who were the names? Fabregas, KDB.
2: Frank Lampard.
3: Frank Lampard.
2: I can't believe that. this the nerve of you
3: to name that one. You now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't
4: even that. believe it. What's um, um,
3: guys, it's getting late. Um, I need to go to bed. Isn't it?
4: Yeah, <laughs> I to uh, as well. that's all right. You just... can go to you can go to bed, Anton. I just want to finish up because I did. Promise... Hey, Anton, I'm glad you joined
0: today, but I, I had my monologue ready. But you did your thing. Listen, man. You I did, think I you, think, you, you I think look, I we'll put it out here,
4: there. Bro. We'll put it out there. I think most people are going to agree with me personally, but. Okay. It is what it is, most
3: people they? that look like you will agree with you and most of the people that look like us will agree with us
4: No, well, that's gonna be that's gonna it should be 90 10 in your in your favor then shouldn't it because the only person the only person who looks like me who listens to the podcast is my mom <laughs> i'm to talk uh, i her I to listen to it by the way just, know, to up, just to get them listeners up do you know what i mean so be polite um and if yeah if you're gonna Go then, that's right. I've got, I'm just gonna do some listeners' questions for the patrons before patron. right,
3: you, right? man. Go good,
4: yeah. All right, guys. um, guys, just we're just gonna do a five minute quick fire round because I need to give the zoom up as well. Yeah, yeah, um, Naeem, big up Naeem, Patreon. He says, Did we judge Cedric too soon?
0: But the, I think, I think we said, um, um as, a, as a from the, when you look at that signing Cedric on a free four year contract. Um, how old is he? 30? Something like that? 31? He's 28. I think he's, he's 28. younger than that. 28. Oh, okay. But if you look at that like, four-year contract, you're just thinking, this looks a bit stinky. And um, what we thought, like, let's be serious, like four-year contract for, um, for a player that doesn't really play for Southampton looks a bit stinky. But mm. I think we, we said um, he looks like a decent enough backup, um, so he's not too much of a problem. I think I always had a bit of a problem with the Pablo Mari signing because he cost us like 16 mil. So um I think Cedric looks capable and at the moment he, he well he's played two games so he played fairly well. Mm-hmm. I think the FA Cup wasn't too too great but this game and the game before that which was the game before the um Southampton FA Cup.
4: No, this is only games he's played, right?
0: Is it? I thought he played another game at a right back where where I thought he Well, in a one. row
4: or just this season.
0: He played the he played the game at a right back before the Southampton FA yeah, Cup game. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He's
2: he's played that right back instead. remember Bellerin got um did Bellerin get suspended for five yellows, or did he get what, taken Are you talking about recently them? or are you talking yeah. about...
0: He played like three games in a row. I think he played <sighs> two at left back, one at right back and I thought the first game at right back I thought he was quite good and I think I said last week or the week before that on the pod that I liked his execution. His technical execution is better than Bellerin's. Bellerin mm. gets in good positions but fails to execute a lot of times which is frustrating. Where Cedric... Um, yeah, he he got, position as oh, he much, played against perhaps. Newcastle. Yeah, yeah he exactly, got the assist that's for that's
2: the, that's Aubameyang's yeah. goal. Remember, he crossed it. He kept it in. He ran on the outside. yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah so yeah. In that game, I liked his
0: execution. And then in the Southampton game... Oh, my um, days. Left Sheffield's back out the winning, you know.
4: Happy days. our own goal. Yes. Oh no, Sorry, oh. oh my days, that's really bad for oh, me. Oh my
0: god, you need to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: you, you lead I, in. I'm watching yeah. on a great new stream, innit? But Man United losing—that's oh. a big bow there. I might have to go on the
0: Discord after this. Still, uh, um, on there. but yeah, I think I think I think we didn't like it. I didn't like personally the signing from the get go what it looked like. But I didn't I didn't judge him too actually I think he looks like a capable backup, and he's had two good games. Uh, I think he I think he deserves to play a bit more. His execution is good. Better than um than uh, better than Bellerin's and better than Andy McNair's.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I've got an issue with about Cedric is the length of the contract. To be honest with you, um, I don't. Other than that, it is what it is. Backup, um, Premier League experience, international experience. I don't really have too much issues with with him at all. And if his performances can be um, like they are. Um, like they have been I'm alright with it man but you know let's not uh, let's not let's not lose our minds but also let's not get carried away after off the back of these two or three good performances either yesterday that was an absolute peach of a ball but yeah, man, let's not get carried away. We've got a lot
4: of uh, Cedric questions. We've got one from Ads. Do you think Cedric has presented his case for the right-back right slot over Bellerin? We've got H. Sovers who said, did Cedric play well enough to displace Bellerin next game if is fit again? So uh, say, say Tierney is fit, who would be playing, Bellerin or Cedric?
0: I'm playing Cedric. He's in good form. Yeah. Bellerin ain't played the last two, three games as well, so I don't know if we should throw him straight in. I've played Cedric. Mm, cool.
4: Yeah.
0: That's the last time Bellerin played.
2: I didn't he think games
0: against it, Newcastle. Did he? No, he, he the didn't. Game that no, we just said,
2: no, we just said that's the game Was Cedric played. Oh, Cedric yeah, Cedric yeah, he yeah. did. He did. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Okay. I'm saying I definitely saw Cedric. Yeah. Okay.
4: Um, Chris.deaday says, when can we get another voice note from Anton to update us on his Saka unpopular opinion? Well, I hope you've got more than a voice note today from Anton yeah, about Saka.
2: Got like nearly two hours of Ant, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the rest of the man? Then, about Anton? <laughs> it's a
4: of us the, street, the, street, the streets, the streets, the streets want to hear it yeah it's true man I respect it though uh, okay commentators Sam E underscores 91 says uh, commentators have hinted at a parté Odegaard double pivot is this wild slash remotely feasible it's not what I want to see I mean it'd be drip or drown wouldn't it yeah it's not what I want to see yeah. Um, not, not. I don't
2: want to see Odegaard in a double pivot with Partey. Now, if like, if we see Odegaard I want to see him play uh, a a bit more advanced or not in a double pivot. If he is playing in the center of mid, I want to see him as a free eight. Yeah, I, I
0: hear that as
2: well.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: All right, I think we'll leave it there because uh, I need to give the zoom up. And we've been on here for two hours. So,
0: hold on, what have you been really on the song? Yes,
4: and United are getting pumped. So, I'm going straight on the Discord, lads. I'm going to give a couple of guys, If you're not on the Discord, get on there for next time because uh, there's uh, some serious battles going on in there right now (laughs) and we're missing out. But, guys, listen, if you enjoyed the content, uh, content, sign up to our Patreon. We'll see you on Saturday. We're doing something good. We're doing a preview as well, actually. Listen, there's so much shit going on right now. So much content. Get involved. Support Touchline Fracas as a brand. We love you guys. We'll be back. Take it easy. Yes. All right.
0: it's to 2-2, two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's
3: Ozil.
1: it Ozil!
3: This is, shut a shut Baby, welcome to the party. I'm off the Myers and That's why I'm over retarded. That's why
1: I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party.
3: Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating a rari. Uh. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> Pick some a thot. Gimme lit. Gimme lit. Gun on mine.
0: One and a half. in <laughs> the